What's happening, Pod Squad? Welcome into another episode of Mini Stripes, 10 minutes or less of striping content for your ears and on YouTube. Thank you for watching and or listening. Um, question I get a lot is, what do I put on my quotes? It's a good question. So I'm going to give you some uh, general um, general thoughts here on what we've done, what I've found to work effectively, and I'll give you a super good suggestion on how to protect yourself when it comes to your quotes. Um, before I get into that, first things first, uh, can't recommend enough. Whatever you do for your quotes, I don't care what you put on it, don't care if you send out a surface agreement, a, a PDF of a quote, a written thing on a piece of paper, whatever you do, make sure you get your customers to sign that thing doesn't matter if they sign it uh, with pen and paper or digitally, you need to have like a written record of any transaction you do with your customers. Don't get in the habit of just agreeing to stuff over the phone. Like, yeah, well, we can do that for 500 bucks. And the person's like, okay, great. Yeah, you're approved. You're opening yourself up to a lot of potential risk. So this is especially true when you're just starting out. If you have a smaller company, um, the, the unfortunate reality is there are some nasty clients and customers out there who will look at smaller, newer companies as easy targets to take advantage of. And if you don't have anything in writing, and if a customer hasn't signed something, and there's a this uh, there's a disagreement about payment or like how much the job was, usually you don't have a leg to stand on. Always get somebody to sign something. So what should that something be? So obviously, when you start out, you like most of us, as you continue to do, you send out written quotes to people. So for myself, I've, I've always done that through our, our accounting software. So we use QuickBooks. So you can do up an estimate and you can directly email it to somebody or you can make a copy of it, send it to them um, some other way. So if, if that's your whole um, approach to your quotes, you might wonder, well, what should I put on there? So if the only thing you're going to send to a customer is a quote from a software like Jobber or QuickBooks, um, I would encourage you to put as much information on there as you can about the actual project and the terms and the conditions of the project. So I don't think it's super important for striping that you go into like all this detail about how many linear feet of paint you're going to do and how many handicap stalls there are. I mean, if you want to, I suppose, go for it. In my experience, like that's not really helpful to the customers. They don't really care how many linear feet of parking stalls they have. They just want to make sure the job's done. What you do want to put on there is any of the legal jargon that's going to protect you and, and really protect your customer too. So I would put like the payment terms, like when do you expect your customer to pay you? Is it due immediately after the job is done? Do they have 30 days to pay you? Um, other things that you want to consider are like your, your deposits. So if a customer is expected to pay a deposit, make sure that you put that on the quote and um, further that when you plan to do the job. One thing a customer doesn't want to do is pay you like 50% to book a project and have no idea when you're coming. So put all of the terms and conditions on that quote page. And then again, make sure that if, if that's what you send out to somebody, make sure they sign it. However, my top secret recommendation and something that has worked incredibly well for us is when we send out a quote to somebody, we have a separate document called a service agreement. We call it a master service agreement. And what that is, is that's a, a template service contract that we had done up professionally for us um, by a legal professional. We put our, our company name and logos on it and our colors and everything like that. But it's a four page document. So it doesn't matter if it's like a smaller thousand dollar job or a hundred thousand dollar job. All of our customers have to sign that service agreement. 
And that goes into way more detail than our quote page. So our quote page will just say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to restrike this, or we're going to do some asphalt repair or seal coating, whatever it is. And if they tell us, you know, over the phone or in an email, cool, we like your quote, we'd like to move ahead. That's when we send them the service agreement. And it doesn't take much for our sales rep to, to fill in some information on there, like the, the customer information, the, where the property is. But that service agreement protects us in case there's an issue. It's a legally binding contract. And it might look intimidating to some customers. And we once in a while, we'll have a customer ask us some questions about some of the terms in it. But we've never, ever lost a job by sending out one of those service agreements to people. The best part of our service agreement, in my opinion, is that people don't even have to print it. Uh, it's all sent via a digital signing service. We use uh, DocuSign, but there, there are some other lower cost ones that are pretty effective, like PandaDoc and things like that. So I see a lot of resistance online and from some people like, why would I go to a lawyer and pay 500 bucks for something like that? Um, the reality is you only have to do it once. And if you do it, if you go to, you know, book an appointment with a lawyer and you tell them some of the concerns that you have, or maybe some of the issues you've had with customers in the past, they will custom create that service agreement for you and your company. And that way, any project you do, you can still send out a quote page to someone so they know the price and the overall scope, but the legal jargon, the terms and conditions, the stuff that actually matters, the legal stuff can be sent in a whole separate document. Um, that's worked incredibly well for us. So to sum it all up, I mean, I encourage you to put as much boring information on your quotes as possible. Like the, the terms, the conditions and how you want the job to go. Don't sweat so much, you know, the, the details of like the, what, how much paint is going to go down. Those things aren't as important. Make sure that you put what you want to see happen on this project. And worst case scenario, if a customer has questions, they can ask you and you can usually either negotiate or, or put their mind at ease as to why you put those on your quote. Don't get in the habit of just uh, doing things over a handshake or a phone call. It will burn you eventually. And the worst thing you can do is not get paid for your hard work. So if you have any questions about service agreements, um, I was very involved in the process of building ours. Shoot me a message. I would love to help you out. Hopefully that gives you some guidance on what to put on your quotes. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep your stripes hot. We'll talk to you next week.